What's goody fam? It's your favorite cuzos D. And your boy DJ G. And you are not vibing with this drinks on me podcast, baby. That's right, pull up, niggas. Pull up. Yo, tonight. Oh. I figured we would talk about another taboo topic amongst us black men. And that is where do black men go to actually vent emotional shit? You know what, bruh, this topic right here, man, is it, it can go deep because, you know, when I was thinking about some stuff, when we was coming up with this um, subject, I was like, man, you know, really, in all honesty, we don't really vent until, like, we hurt, hurt. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I mean, it's got to even be a buildup in that. Like, it ain't just, like, that first cut. You know what I'm saying? Like, we take some cuts <laughs> and then, you know what I'm saying, really start inventing what's out. Like, remember last time um, in one of our episodes when we was talking about Pop? And I was saying how, you know, you know, Pop was really, you know, he was always strong-headed and, you know, you know how he need crazy. You know what I'm saying? But when something hurt him, that was the time, man, where he just let it all come out, everything, you know, like it was all on the table. But you didn't get that prior. And, like, you could tell that certain things was hurting him, but it had to get to a certain level of hurt before, you know, he actually started venting. And then I looked down at us, and I'm like, man, really, it's the same way. Like, you don't just vent off that first little hit. You know, um, being angry and venting is two different things. That's true. You feel what I'm saying? Like, we, we can go zero to 100 real quick. You know what I'm saying? But that's still not venting. That's just me going red. I'm angry as hell. You know what I'm saying? But I'm not really getting that out. You know? And then venting ain't always... I don't think it's always problematic either. Like... I think, you know, like me and you, as as brothers, we doing a podcast, we got all this other stuff going on, you know what I'm saying? Even that's a way of venting, in a way, too. You know, kind of like the business aspect of it, because we constantly coming up with new ideas, new concepts, new, you know what I'm saying? And we venting to that, you know? Um, even in our different subjects that we have and different topics that we have on our podcast. This is a way of us to vent too. You know what I'm saying? So it's a lot to venting than just what people may think. Like, oh man, it's just me getting some shit off my chest. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's even a a, a total balance to that too. I mean, what you think? I agree with everything that you're saying. Uh, venting. It's layered. It's like an onion. It got layers to it. Right. And for the most part, you're right. I, I can only speak for me and my family as far as the men in our family. Um, yeah, we do only tend to vent when we right at the point of breaking. Right. And that's not necessarily a healthy thing. Right. <laughs> no, right. Exactly. A good thing, but it is honest. It's just facts uh, because I guess it's just, even, I won't say it was told to me as a child, you know, coming up, like, to hold it in until you about to break. It wasn't something that was said right. um, out loud. It was more so of you watched and learned. Right, right, exactly. Um, so yeah. I, I can't honestly say it was taught to me, per se. It was something that just growing up, I noticed and then I adapted and took on as I got older, cause right. it was almost like the men in my family, we didn't really have time to vent. And to right. that point, like, it was so much other shit going on that we felt we had to take care of as men of the house that the venting part always got put on the back burner. The releasing of that energy, that stress always just 
we just put it on our shoulders, you know, because we had to keep going right. with it. That's not healthy either. As I got older, it took me getting older to realize that that's not a healthy thing to do. And if I, well, I definitely would teach it to my daughter, but if I am blessed enough to have a son, I definitely let him know, um, don't wait till you're about to blow the fuck up to get it out. Because now I just get it out or I find a way to like just go out there and swing at the air like Trey or, you know, take a walk. Right. Right. Curse somebody out. Uh, like, I know holding that in, what it did, as crazy as it sounds, n not venting kind of made me create different type of personas in my mind. So when it comes down to situations, I'm, I'm able to, was it, compart, <laughs> I forgot the word, like, compartmentalized. Compartmentalized, yeah. Uh -huh. I don't know what they call it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm able to put that shit off in sections. It's like, when I get to that point, even before I get to that point now, I'm able to go somewhere and walk in within the midst of me walking, which is kind of like walking meditation. I can sit there and it's like I, I sit down at a round table and it'll be me and these different factions that I've created over the years. They help me actually work through what's stressing me out logically. And then by the time I'm done walking here, we didn't had a full-fledged business discussion. All right, nigga, right. it's really worse. <laughs> Going exactly. back in here and taking it to the boom, or can right. you get it out now? Go back in there and talk about it, and that's not necessarily a healthy thing. <laughs> Cause that you know that shit develops up. If you take it too far, that shit have two split personalities out here. You know, <laughs> have some Mr. Brooks shit going on. Out <laughs> right, <here>. exactly. <laughs> and then one day uh, waking good. up with that's blood, I'm like. God damn, what did I do last night? You know, right. <laughs> I was wilding the fuck out. Yo, what's the hide and seek? Like hide and seek you uh, with Robert De Niro. You ain't being that motherfucker. He called yeah. the white chick on the staircase. Two different motherfuckers. <laughs> what was going on? That nigga was like, man, I ain't do it. It wasn't you know, me. You know what, bro? I think uh, just going off of what you said. Um, so the concept of winning, right? for a man i think that the part of the problem too is is that we're more logical than emotional most of the time you know what i'm saying like and they say that right you know how they always make the comparison women are more emotional than you know logical we more logical than emotions right like it goes back to needing that balance of them both but we so logical like even you said when you in your head and you walking you you having a business meeting because you're trying to find the logic in all of it you ain't really looking for the emotion right so i think like for for us the emotion got to like we got to get to that point where it just smack our ass like dead in the damn face and then we have to face it i think most men want to be lions you know what i'm saying and we don't want to like it goes back, I guess, into that like too macho, you know what I'm saying? Masculinity. Too mean. right, too, too, too alpha. You know what I'm saying? That we can't come off of that sometimes. But we need to. You know? Like, you ever seen um like when you see lions, even in the movies, right? They always by themselves. And if two male lions come together, they fighting over territory. That's all you ever see. You'll never see just two lions come together, they getting along and chopping up shit, right? Okay. You don't even see two lions like that going after something together, right? They fighting each other for that. But you do see the lionesses, they come together and hunt. You know what I'm saying? Like they come together with this shit. It's the, it's the same kind of concept in, you know, the male and the, the female, right? Like we, the male us, we tend to not be able to come together like that to vent out shit, you know, because it's more of the logical thing or power or something is playing a part in their greed or pride, pride really, you know I'm what I'm saying? I'm gonna pride for 500 Alex. Yeah, <laughs> you know, pride definitely is there in that concept of not being able to vent properly, you know? Well, that's so a... You, Oh, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, it's kind of like you suffocating yourself, right? If you in your house, you close all your vents, right? 
but you expect it for your house to cool off because you didn't set a temperature in your house and it's hot as hell, right? Then most of the time, if all them vents close, your house ain't going to get the proper, you know, airflow that it needs in order for it to cool down. You ain't got to tell me, nigga. Went through that shit about a month ago. Right. Like, no, sir. <laughs> exactly. Which makes you miserable, hot, pissed off. You know, all the things that, that's how we use our bodies. Men, we just like that. We close all the vents off, but we want to cool down. And something got to get us to the point that stresses us enough to where we say, fuck, these vents got to open up. I'm tired of fucking sweating. I'm tired of this heat. I'm tired of this shit. You know, I need to cool down. I think that's when, I like the lion analogy. I, as I got older, I connect more with wolves. I never really connected with lions anyway. I've always been a wolf kid. Right. That's right, nigga. Mowgli. But anyway, uh, <laughs> why my gave a girl is Mowgli, but a girl. <laughs> Mogia. Anyway, uh, I think that's, uh, how can I put it? Where you're raised, I guess, your geographics and where you're raised. Oh, yeah. Um, no sometimes it forces that pride or not wanting to show that vulnerability or weakness because depending on where you were at, like right. your neighborhood, a sign of weakness made you food. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, it made you dinner, nigga. <laughs> so it food. Like yeah. in certain areas, most in big cities that, you know, are known for fucking folks up. Right. You know, I, I always can use my city. Chicago is right. known, nigga. If you weak, you show weakness. Yeah, you could be walking down the block, nigga. Yeah. But nigga, like, yo, what up? And you look weak. Nine times out of ten, they about to stump your ass out for no reason. Like it right. had, they needed no reason to stump you out. You know what I'm saying? They just did it off of, oh man, this nigga food. Or if you a tourist, if you ever been to Chicago, you listen to this and you got robbed and because you ain't know the signs. <laughs> uh, <All> right. <laughs> you going there, bitch? All happy? Hey, how you doing? Right. And the motherfucker right. hit that arm around your ass and spin you. Be like, yo, let me holler at you. By the time you get around, <laughs> wait, exactly. there's another motherfucker who sneak you. <laughs> exactly. Wow. Like, and your ass wake up, no wallet, no watch, you with a black eye, you was fooled. And it wasn't because you're a bad person or anything like that. It's just that they looked at you and saw weakness. And all this, Man. Nigga, I'm about to get this nigga. And because of that aspect of it, growing up in that kind of environment, it forced you, even when you wanted to be weak or vulnerable at moments, you couldn't, right? So that that taught you in your subconscious to hide your vulnerability, tuck that shit right. in, because you can't expose that because people would take advantage of that. And as you got older, you might've got into relationships and you opened yourself up. And this go for male and females, but we're talking about males right now. So male might've opened up Right. And got played. You know what I'm saying? Got dogged mm -hmm. the fuck out. So now again, I gotta tuck that weakness, that vulnerability in and just be this masculine alpha dog wolf in this bitch right. because I ain't getting got again. Right. So even when I need to vent, it's like, man, fuck all that shit. You know, I'm gonna go out and do some stupid shit that I consider manly. You know what I'm saying? Because right, right, right. It's better than me talking it out and trying to because I can't trust. It all boils down to pride, trust, and yeah, go back to pride and understanding that um, you need, as men, you need to tap into that. Um, uh, you can say feminine side in you because there is a yin and a yang. There is that masculine and that feminine side in everyone. That's why they have a yin yang sign. And two yings and two yangs ain't gonna never work out. But <laughs> like that. But you can't always be yin. You can't always be aggressive and not tap into the feminine side of you as a male. And you gotta understand what I mean by that. Don't take it out of context. Tap into the feminine side of you meaning it's okay to be emotional, open yeah. up and feel that. You don't have to hold in that pain and cause that doesn't make you more of a man because you think that you're working through that pain and getting shit done. Cause you can get shit done and still be fucked up and not even enjoy it. You know what I'm saying? You can't even enjoy the spoils of your work because you fucked up from shit that happened years ago that you never got off your chest. That's why therapists exist. Right. That's why right. therapy exists. That's why all these shits exist because 
niggas ain't talked about right. nothing. And they just held it in forever. And then you find out, well, damn, this is why I'm like this in this relationship because my father was like that. And time come to find out his father was like that. Hell, if you watch a good-ass show that's on Hulu, uh, science fiction, why is that slipping my mind? Lovecraft. It's a, mm -hmm. I think it's called Lovecraft. They just had an episode. Now, the man's father is a male who likes males. And he just found that out a couple of episodes ago. But all while he was a kid, his dad would beat the shit out of him mm -hmm. because it's, so he wouldn't like men. He mm -hmm. you like, you ain't gonna be a you ain't gonna like man. You gonna gonna be a man in this house, and he we raised men in this house, right? So he's beating that boy ass his whole life, right. and then when he got older, come to find out his father liked men. So he's like thinking you been you was whooping my ass right <laughs> this whole what, time, what? and you right. like niggas, and you right. beat my ass because you don't want me to like niggas, and then come to find out. They just had an episode when they went back to Tulsa, which they did a uh, phenomenal job, like vision, bringing a vision to what happened on Black Wall Street in Tulsa, Oklahoma. They mm -hmm. did a phenomenal job. If you don't watch, uh, watch Lovecraft, you can watch it. It's, it's just, Shout you know, out. Shout out to Lovecraft. Man. Yeah, yeah, watch it. But they did a phenomenal job. But what they did was they went back in time, and then Tick, which is the main character, saw that his father, who was beating his ass, mm -hmm. was getting his ass beat. As a kid, by his father, for the same reasons. Right. Like these generational curses that get that just go down and down and down and down and down, and never gets talked about. See, that's so, why I was saying, man, the shit is so deep. It can go so deep. Like, man, I got a story, right? So chaos. You know chaos. <laughs> Big red on the block. You know that was the set leader. You know what I'm saying? Uh, the stones over there, right? So, when we first moved over on Harper, you know, Chaos didn't like my ass. He used to give me hell when we first moved. I mean, everything we did, we played baseball. The nigga tried to throw the ball at me real hard. It was all kinds of shit, you know what I'm saying? Uh, I don't know if it was, like, if I was a threat or what, you know what I'm saying? But we ain't get along at first. So I had to press in on, well, you know, man, hey, I ain't about to let you do me. I couldn't, like you said, it became a pride issue between me and him, you know. But then I started going over to his house. You know, we started chopping it up more, started learning, you know, more about each other, right? So long story short, I'm sitting outside of... Uh, well, I, I was actually at the time I was dating, um, like his brother, you know, Alex, his brother yeah. Alex. Yeah, I'm okay. in His his girlfriend's sister, right? Okay, so I'm dating her at the time, all right, and it kind of started something with the rest of the folks there because they wanted they 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 was hunting me, right? I didn't even know, so. Then this other chick moves in on the block. You know, she was at the end on the corner. Yeah. Sitting outside her house, right? These dudes pull up. Man, this guy sticks his shotgun up out the window, right? And I'm thinking to myself, what, what's up? Chaos pulls up right then behind him. Get out the car. Come around the side. And he say a couple of words. Them niggas put that gun up and drove off. Then he came over there to me, and he was like, uh, D-Man, I ain't going to ever have you out here like that, period. And it was no discussion. That was his words. I ain't going to ever have you out here like that. And I'm sitting up there thinking like, damn, I didn't know I was out here <laughs> like that. You know what I'm saying? So we kind of had this brotherhood that started from that, right? Then now Chaos is a pastor. He writing books and shit. He ain't even on the set no more, but he writing about the set. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, he took a whole nother turn now. Then Chaos where, write books? Yeah, Chaos got books, man. He got books and everything. I love to have that nigga on here. But he got books. He a big time, like, Christian and everything now. Well, you know, he, he was 100 in the streets. Yeah, I know. And now he 100 for God. <laughs> 
You know, so it's like he put down all that pride and all that shit. And now he like he got he got the balance. You know what I'm saying? But you know chaos was he was a alpha. You know, and I know the niggas can ride around at six in the fucking morning. Every yeah. morning. Every morning. That loud ass music while I'm trying to sleep, nigga just beating down the block. I'm like, oh shit, it must be chaos. It gotta yeah. be. <laughs> like, it gotta be. I think that's why they call that nigga that because that nigga calls chaos in the fucking morning. Oh, man. <laughs> nigga got to know it's six. Like he yeah, got to man. know it's six, bro. It's Saturday, nigga. <laughs> I, I ain't got He was always before. that guy though. You know what I'm saying? He was that guy, man. And I was just like, you know, when you said that, I was thinking back to you know, having that pride issue, having to face up like that. And when you face then, you could put that pride aside if you make it out the conflict. Well, in that situation, pride kind of played a part, but it's not, uh, I wouldn't put it on the same, like, level as where we on with Venton. When y'all was clashing, that was like two alphas. Uh, <laughs> it was pretty much... You had to defend yourself. Like, yeah. and it wasn't that you were showing weakness. You know, uh, some people show weakness, but see, you wasn't showing weakness. In fact, you probably, you seem like a threat when you're not trying to be. And most niggas in that situation don't even, like, if you, like, legit 100 type of person, you ain't even, nigga, you just moved in. You know what I'm saying? Like, right, exactly. That's what I, I was just, thinking. Like, I just moved in. Nigga, I ain't trying to take right. over nothing i literally had no choice in this i, I moved in my parents stayed down the street they like i bought the house niggas right so, <laughs> exactly. the way damn near. it was one house down from the end of the block the evil bitch you like nobody right <laughs> then right exactly they lived at the very end of the block right so at the like, other end on the other end of the block so it's like because yeah. it was chaos it was john quest it was dorcia you had chink yeah all them on that chip chip Right, all uh, of them on our side. Mr. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Crenshaw. Prince, yeah, that nigga yeah. was OG though. But <laughs> you know, Crenshaw's son was the Godfather. Yeah, I'm gonna say Crenshaw was OG, oh, triple OG. Mm -hmm. so, mm -hmm. like, and so in that situation, I don't. That's not necessarily uh, on what I think topic, but it does demonstrate pride on the end of the aspect of chaos because he came in. And that's a no reason thing, but that happens like that's a normal thing. Like a new kid going, like when you're the new kid at school. Like, remember, um, that's pretty much establishing <laughs> yourself. Right. But that's I mean, okay, even in you saying, like, okay, what you just said, and that's completely legit, right? But when we looked at the logistics of like just coming up in that culture, like you were saying, you know, sometimes that culture shapes that. Because I never went and vented anything I felt to anybody. You know what I'm saying? Even though I felt like, why in the fuck is this nigga, you know what I'm saying, challenging me? You know what I'm saying? Like, he did cut me sometimes. You know, when that nigga throw a ball at me or something like that, you know, hey, it was, <laughs> we, we about to squab. <laughs> but then you have to pick your battles. It's the other thing when it comes to venting, right? Because I could have vented, you know what I'm saying, in anger, right? But when see, I but, retaliated, but, but you got to think now, this nigga is the set leader. Y'all better say, you said that. <laughs> right. Between venting <laughs> Right, yeah. You said that, so what you would have been doing was acting off anger, not necessarily venting. Venting does, venting is expressing how you feel. What you exactly. is fighting. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and a, for what you know what I'm saying was no joke I'm just yeah, no. <laughs> that motherfucker will kill I'm just, yeah, I'm just yeah. allegedly, allegedly yes allegedly. now look I consider myself to be a bad motherfucker but chaos Chaos was a trigger happy nigga. Right? Hell yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, he was more so quick on the draw. Okay, chaos. Oh yeah. Old drawing days, as it draw yeah, that okay. gun on your ass. But uh, allegedly. <laughs> right. Yeah, I'm throwing that in. That shit potent. That's gonna come right. out every time. Won't get my niggas. But uh, <laughs> that's like, yeah. different. And y'all probably in the midst of it, y'all ended up in a way venting to each other. Right. So, exactly. Exactly. Y'all end up that's venting. What y'all right. was doing before that, that was establishment. That right. happens. I don't know why, 
but it happens. It's just like when a wolf, yeah, you look, you throw a wolf in that motherfucker, uh, and that when they become, go from cubs to being wolves, they got to go through a challenge. It's like gladiators. You know, you put them motherfuckers in that ring, like, they go, all right, yo. Right. Yeah, I don't know why it is like that, but when you the new nigga, they trying try to, try to smell you out. They're like, yo, we got to. It's like that even in family, because, okay, me and Mike. Me and Mike was not close at first. We used to bump heads all the time, right? And you know, Mike the big dog, I'm the little dog. It's the establishment. Like, you got right. Mike came up on me one day, and then, shit, I told Mike, nigga, I ain't backing down up off you. And from that time on, me and Mike was the closest motherfuckers ever. We vented everything. We did all our shit together. That, that I don't know. That's you know just a male Geno code. I'm I just, I just going to be real. It's something about you have to establish right that. and that's the so, truth i like for a male you have to establish look right like your ground as in yo i'm cool right I'm 100 with you but nigga you what you not gonna do exactly <laughs> right. but you, you saying it d okay so like you just said and i'm just using different scenarios you know what i'm saying even the situation that had went down with me and pop ain't going no further than that but that situation brought us closer but we had to establish you know what I'm saying? That arena of things. Like, okay, we need to set some ground. And I think that's what every man, like like I was saying, that logic setting that ground have to be there first before you could even get to the venting part. You know what I'm saying? Because most of us that. don't even trust the motherfucker to, you know, to vent but, to. And that's the thing. But then even after you establish that, like this, that's where we lose it. Right. Even after you, once you establish ground, from that point on, where you lose the aspect of tapping into the feminine side of the male is now you want to maintain. Right. That right. You, you show them you ain't weak, and you want to continue to show them that you ain't weak, even when it might be moments where you need to be vulnerable. You know, what I mean? right. like, nigga, I don't like Trey on Boys in the Hood when it came down to that nigga in the car. He was yeah. ready to rock. Yeah. At yeah. first. But yeah. he like, man, I can't do this. Let me out. And Doughboy was like, nah, fuck that at first. But he was telling right. me, I can't do this, bro. And he was like, and then that's when Doughboy didn't lose no respect for him. No. But he was just like, let him out. Yeah. But Doughboy also came back to him the next day after it happened was like, cuz, I know why you left. You know what I'm saying? Like, when he came to sit on the stairs with him, you know, Doughboy came to him and was like, hey, man, you know, I, I understand why, you know, you you got out that car. You know, that wasn't some shit you really needed to see. He knew already, you know what I'm saying? Because they was like brothers. They had already established that ground since they was little anyway. It's just that anger was playing so much of a part, you know what I'm saying, that it, it really wasn't invented. They didn't invent till that next day. The day before when everything went down was anger. And that's the difference between ang being angry, going red, and then venting. Because okay. really, they didn't start venting till that next day. So I guess it's safe to say that men, most of the time, they choose anger over venting. Mm -hmm. I, I agree with that, 100%. I mean, think about it, D. And that's true. I ain't got to think about it, because I got two stories, too, motherfucker. One. <laughs> In particular, talking about when you the new nigga on the block, when we first moved to Mississippi, and first time I had to ride the bus, yeah, and them niggas on Busy B was fucking with me, you know what I'm saying, Shy, uh, yeah, uh -huh. B, and all the rest of them was fucking with me, like uh, that very first day, nigga. They wrestled a nigga down. We've been outside wrestling. These niggas three D me and shit. I'm like, what the fuck is this shit? Luckily, mm. I came from a family of wrestling, so I was used right. to <laughs> And I ended up putting a nigga in the dragon sleeper. That's what they do. I was crazy because I tried to break that nigga neck. And that nigga beat me up. Right. And I was like, man, look, these are big country motherfuckers. Yeah. Already older than me in my grades. I ain't used to that shit. So I was like, shit, nigga, I'm just, what the fuck? I just turned a teenager, nigga. You well established. Mm -hmm. so, <laughs> right, exactly. You've been that for a while now. You've been a teenager for a minute, nigga. I just got here. We in the same grade. It ain't my fault. Right. <laughs> I mean, this bitch having to damn near break a nigga neck and shit. But then after I did that, 
on top of, you know, a crazy nigga standing outside with two shotguns the next morning, I was established. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, yeah, maybe we need not fuck with that nigga on that level, right? Right, exactly. Yeah. So, but after that, it was cool. You know, I was every, after that, I was the cool nigga. I was kid. Everybody was like, yo, that's, yo, that's Lil Red right there. Eventually, I became yeah. Gump or D. So, like, yo, that's, that's the nigga right there. He cool beans. Right. I had no more problems outside of, you know, yeah. girlfriend, yeah. exes yeah. and shit trying to get me. Other than that, like, I had no problem. Right. Then another uh, incident was with uh, the same nigga with the two shotguns decided to take out his anger on me instead of venting to me by <laughs> him and his baby mama. <laughs> over some dumb shit that I established my ground, goddamn it. Right. Like, take it down, motherfucker. Like, yeah, nigga, we the same height, same weight. Right. About to be four and a half, five years older to be, nigga, but I think I can take you. I can take <laughs> I can take you. You got the, every nigga got that moment when he look at his big brother, like, you know what? <laughs> I can take you, nigga. <laughs> shit. I think I can take you now, nigga. So let's, mm-hmm. let's just see where this goes, God damn it. <laughs> God damn it, I held my own till we fell. And then I woke up. <laughs> right? But life was a blur. <laughs> Once we hit the ground, I, for- I forgot the next five minutes. <laughs> but while we were standing, I was winning. I was motherfucking Rocky 3, Rocky 4. When, I, when we hit that ground, I was Apollo. <laughs> it's an exhibition, damn it! <laughs> Ooh, man, I was like, this motherfucker just—if he dies, he dies. Me on this floor. Uh, that was the first time I ever do. I knew the Matrix is real. That nigga, <laughs> that nigga rolled over me, boy. You might not. That's why I call him Kung Fu Panda. You used to be out of time. Like Kung Fu Panda because he finally gained that weight. Man, that nigga rolled over my ass when he hit that ground, nigga. And how Neo was when he? No, I you know what. It was more like how. Agent was when he started hitting that nigga's stomach in the train station. It was like, mm-hmm. nigga hit me so many times in my damn eye. It felt like I thought it was a speed bad. It bitch like, <laughs> I woke up. So I was like, whoa, whoa, this man, look, that, me out that's there. you know, and look, you don't always win them battles because you know my battle with pop. <laughs> my battle was nigga would come on off them stairs and do something. Okay, I ended up in your arms. <laughs> <laughs> no way. <laughs> Didi sitting there like, that nigga knocked your right. soul out your ass. It was, like, it was that BET moment. <laughs> that moment. Man, look, how do you get from the top of the stairs to the bottom in seconds? That I mean, go cool your ass. He teleported. Yeah. Put some two fingers on his side. Oh, really, nigga? <laughs> <laughs> you know, he that, come, man. Ah, yo ass. Come off the stairs, here, man. Nigga, come on. Where you want to go? Ah! Yeah, know. man. Nigga, nigga, got behind him. Shit. But see, that's him. all. That's that's like we said, man. We quick to anger, then vent. You know what I'm saying? We 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 go. I that's our substitute, and it shouldn't be, but it is. Cause then the damage is done once you go angry. The bad thing is that's the untaught, unseen lesson mm-hmm. of every man, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. especially every black man. That's right. the untaught, unseen lesson. Cause I, it's not at any point that any brother, older cousin, father, uncle come and tell yeah. you like, "Hey, don't tell nobody shit. Just take all that shit in, nigga, and take it like a man and keep going." Not in those words. You just more so. And there are some fucked up people out there who do tell their kids that after they fuck them up. Take it like a man, nigga. Right. Like, uh, for the most part, you see it. It's not a written down lesson that you learn. It's a visual lesson that you learn throughout life. It's like, yo, well, that's how they handled it. So but that's you how know I got to handle it. You know who did teach us D? That to me. And I think that's why we all had this gender first. Our g- baby girls. If you think about it, me, you, Mike, Brandon, Marquise, all of us had girls first. You know what I'm saying? I think, you know, it go back to when we had that other episode of when we was talking about what they did to change us from being like, you know, you know, like whores. 
you know. But they also, they they shifted our anger because they became the thought. They became the, the, the compass. Yeah, they became that that temperature gauge. You know what I'm saying? So I can't go all the way here because I'm looking at you and you need me. You know what I'm saying? And you a girl. It would have been different if we all would have had sons first because, like you said, we teaching that concept of we ain't teaching them, well, you know what, go out there and y'all talk it out. We teaching them now, nah, he hit you, you whoop his ass. You know what I'm saying? But with a girl, it's different. You know what I'm saying? We he hit you, let me know, and I'm, I'm going to kill him. Right. He, he, we become emotional for our little girls. So, like, to me, they steered that concept of, okay, I just can't get angry, you know, like that. I, you know, I, I can't because I got her. Like you, you, I know you. You would agree. Oh, nigga, it definitely teaches. Brand, all of us to say the same Man, thing. Look, it definitely makes you having a little girl. Mm-hmm. Like I don't. I, I've had plenty of practice with young men growing up raising. <laughs> guy over there, but um, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> it's like having a little girl really changes yeah. you. Yes. Like in that way, because you immediately. You instantly become vulnerable, like vulnerable. You right. can't help it because now your main concern goes from yo, I'm the man, man, man. I gotta be man, man, man too. Right. Shit, I gotta... so much that she can get into and that can come her way. Right. So you think that way, which is sons too, but it's just different because you can kind of, you can train your son the same way that you know how. You know what I'm saying? Right. Same way. Exactly. You, can, you can go that route and be that tough, like you could be tougher because they, you feel like they could take it. And then right. I'm not saying that's necessarily the best way to raise your son, but that's just a natural way to do it. That's just how you naturally come about. But with little girls, it's like everything is so gentle. You want yeah, to be everything. You want to be kind. You want to be sweet. You want to be loving. You want to express that. You want them to feel that and know that it can come to you for anything. But at the same time, you get in a way like now, you know, if you have a son, <laughs> uh, I hate to use this. I don't because I love this term. It's like when you have a son, it's just that one dick you got to worry about. Then you have to worry about <laughs> every dick on earth. Oh, God. Right. <laughs> right. Oh, God. Oh, my God. Then, what am I going to do? I can't protect him from the dick treasure chest. It's like, what am I going to do? So you instantly get that worry in you, and that, it just changes you. Not even yeah, it does change you like that. It it's does. Like, your wife doesn't change you in that way. She changes you in a way where you know you want to be more open, more sweet, more caring, but you still have your way of, you know, you still ain't able, you ain't that open, open yet. And well, I mean, you have a daughter. Yeah. That yeah, changes it's, it's everything. Now it ain't like a woman that came into your life and made, you know, kind right. of change you. It's like, nigga, that you pay a part. This woman is. Right, exactly. This right. Girl. Now it's your job. Right, exactly. All of this is my things. obligation right here. Like, with your wife, yeah. you chose right. to do all of those things. With your child, it shouldn't be a choice. And people who make the wrong choice ain't shit. You right. I hate when parents be like, well, you should be happy I did. No, nigga, that was your job. Right, exactly. I, I, thank you for being a good parent. I'm appreciative of it. But my nigga, that's what you're supposed to have been. You know what right. I'm saying? Right, exactly. <laughs> Don't nobody thank you for doing your job like in the way I'm so happy your ass doing your job when that's what I hired you to do. I'm like, I'm a Christian. I hired you to do your job. You want me to thank you? Like, you want me to be so thankful that you're doing what I hired you to do? Like, uh, no, nigga, I appreciate you being a good worker. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to pay you what you're worth. But don't come up to me if I tell you you're doing something wrong. But like, nigga, you should be happy I'm here. Nigga, what? Nigga, uh, I just you, thought about something. You applied for this job, motherfucker. You should be happy I, I hired you, motherfucker. <laughs> you remember uh, in Major Pain when uh, he was going and a little boy came up to hug him and was like, I love you. And then Major Pain <laughs> had that moment. Yeah. And then that moment stopped quick and he put his little ass over and was like. About to break his neck. Yeah, about to break his damn neck. You plotting on me, boy. <laughs> plotting on me, boy. Charlie. Charlie. <laughs> That's how it would have been with a boy, like you said, you know what I'm saying? But with a girl, it's different because, okay, take the woman in his life. She did break that, you know what I'm saying, in him. She did. Like, she completely started to soften his ass up 
to where he had, he started thinking love. You know, he started thinking shit. She even helped him vent, because really, he didn't vent at all. She got him to a point. Yeah, she got him to a point. As you most know, women do. like most women do when they, yeah. when they, when they who they supposed to be for you, they get you to a point where you change. But yeah, you, but even with that, you still not venting to your woman as much when you even when you marry, you're not. Yeah, that, yeah, that's true. bubbled up. It ain't like that. But with your daughter, like you'll find yourself talking to your daughter when she get of age more about just shit than you do with your wife. Yeah, yeah. Because you just feel like you can't. Because most of the time in a marriage, nigga, that's who you vent over. <laughs> <laughs> was you're like, so stupid. Uh, what you gonna do? Just on your nerves. Look, you're really getting on my nerves right now, and I want to talk about it. <laughs> you know what I'm and you can't have those conversations because I have done that. I'm not talking. Look, let's talk about how we getting on each other's nerves. Because look, we right. have a medium here to stop. And that's the other thing. You got to man. It's got you. Got to have that medium. But you know? like that comes with first learning and accepting that you ain't communicating properly. Like there's other ways, and then if something's bothering you, say it. Like that's my thing. I don't assume shit. That's one of my agreements. I ain't assuming nothing. I don't give a fuck how long I've known you, nigga. What you say you want? Like, <laughs> what, what do you say you want? There's only one thing for sure, niggas should know about me by now. Don't give me no cheese unless it's on pizza, and I don't fuck with white women. <laughs> you so stupid. So, like those two for sure. It don't even matter. Like you ain't even got eggs. You know what I'm saying? If I'm in a party and it's Full of cheese, shit that ain't pizza. Just know I'm gonna eat before I come, and you you accept that. Be like, yo, Dr. You know you ate, bro. Yeah, for sure. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> hey, right. I don't feel like that. So if I got a choice between brown and clear, you should already know where I'm going. It's like, yeah, just give him some brown. Yeah, just get on that brown. That's it. You know yep. So it's like it's certain shit like that, but like, I don't give a fuck how good I know you, nigga. What, what'd you say? What, what, what'd you, <laughs> I just want to be clear. So when I get it. Ain't no motherfucking issues. I ain't assuming nothing. I'm right. Like, so what, what are you saying? I, I am real quick to say, so what do you mean? <laughs> what you say? Right, exactly. I just need to know. You, so I know where to go, what my next move will be. Like, right. I'm playing chess and checkers. I told y'all, it's both. Chess and checkers. Ten steps ahead, focused on the step, the next step. Ten steps right. ahead, but focused on the next step. Right. So right. it's like, man, I, it's communication issues pride issues yeah uh the unknown the unwritten rule issue that's passed yeah. down from generation to generation of men and a lot of people say well they should go to therapy and they can and uh, for the most part therapy do help people talk it out yeah and yeah. get it out and then they realize that a lot of the shit they're doing spawns from a lot of shit that they saw and didn't know affected True. them and then they took on and didn't know they took it on until somebody pointed it out a lot Listen. of people don't even notice they shit till somebody pointed out that's not around them. <clears throat> that's the other thing too. Most motherfuckers ain't just going to therapy. That still fall back to you got to get pressed to a certain point before you even go there. Because most men, you oh, ain't they, going directly. Most niggas don't go, and when by the time they do go, <laughs> this shit is broken. Whatever. Right. You you there when you that go shit there? It's broken on yeah. the other end. Yeah. Not even on your end. It's yeah. broken on the other end. Yeah, and you yeah. trying to mend that motherfucker because at the end of the day, when you have to go to therapy, for the most part, you ain't the one noticing it, but everybody else noticing it. Yeah. And then it's like, all right, well, let me go because I got to be the issue. But by that time, by when you finally realize you might be the issue, you probably fucked up so many relationships prior to that, friend-wise, family-wise. Yeah. And you like you done fucked yeah. up so many of them to like yeah. the ones that you got holding on to, you hold on by a thread. And they like, man, you just don't know. And then you get up in that motherfucker, you be like, man, god damn, I ain't never really looked at it like that. Right. And but a lot of times that's why it's important that men start telling other men, yo, nigga, that's why, you know, I I love I used to want to do a podcast called Can I Vent? Like where I just mm -hmm. wanted people to come on and vent. Mm -hmm. so get the shit off their chest because keeping that shit in ain't doing you no good. Like right. that's never doing you no good. It like it don't even make sense in my head. Yo, I'm pissed off, but I'm gonna hold it in. It's like I got a shit, but I'm gonna hold it for two days. Right, exactly. <laughs> you know what exactly. I'm saying? By the time you let that shit, and I ate Taco Bell and it was hot. 
Yeah, you mighty constipated, nigga. Nigga, you got to blow a hole in your ass. I'm talking about, nigga, fire. Playing so it's like, why do that? When you just get it, I would rather get it out. Right. Even if you feel like the other motherfucker ain't listening. I'd rather get it out. I got it out. You right. know what I'm saying? Even if they're but, not, they don't but, see it. I was able to get it out and vent about it to you. So you won't be but, like, well, why can't you tell me? Nigga, I told you. It's just like you said, D, I would rather get it out, but we do have to go back to the difference in anger and venting. Like, I can get it out in anger, but that ain't the same as getting it out venting. And that's why I, sure I got clarify. this. We getting it out venting. That's why I got this sitting in my head that when I, I need to get it out anger-wise, <laughs> I go take my walk and we have our business meeting. Right. <laughs> because even in any situation... When it's with your spouse, you probably do need everybody need to take that walk and think it through, mm-hmm. then come back and have that conversation. Because anything you say at the point or in the moment ain't gonna matter. Y'all both just bumping heads like rams. You need to think about it. Look, and, it's uh, the law, bro. Anything you say can't be used against you. <laughs> will be used against you, nigga. It will be used you. against you, right? Um, you know? <laughs> work it out, even if it take the next day. Work it out. Talk about it. But when it's not your spouse and it's outside shit, you can have that conversation. Come home, man. Work with shitty. Right. It's a whole lot more healthy and yeah. keep the homeostasis of your household. If you come home for work and you express how work was hard as fuck and you're tired and you know and all that, and you're talking about with your spouse rather than or opposed to coming home and instead of expressing that, you don't say shit, but your actions towards whoever in the house. You're, you're taking it out on them. You know what right. I'm saying? So it's saying, instead of saying, you know, how hard your day was or how stressful this shit was and things like that, you just come in being a complete dick to everybody in the house. And then your explanation for it was, well, look, man, I was just stressed out from work. You know what I'm saying? Right. It's like, yo, why didn't you just come in and talk about that? Because we ain't had nothing to do with what the fuck happened at work. Yeah. yeah. We've been waiting on you to come home. Like, a lot of people do that. And don't realize that they're doing it. They don't leave the job. Like one of my rules, once I clock out, I clock out. That stays there. That has nothing to do with when I come home. Now, I, ain't, I don't get it right 90, 100% of the time, but I do get it right about 90. So it's like, if I do slip up and take out some frustration that came from my job or anything at the crib, I apologize immediately. I'm like, yo, my bad. Look, I'm just frustrated from work. And then I get it out. But see, that takes time. That's not something that's just gonna click. You know, that's just something that you have to constantly work at and work at and want to work at. So, I mean, but that's a, it's a even okay. So, me and my wife had a situation kind of happen like that where I was real frustrated, <clears throat> and she know when I'm, you know, your spouse most time they know when you're really frustrated, right? But okay, I wanted to make love to her, but I was super frustrated, right? And she was like. I don't want you to, like, I want you to make love to me, but I don't want you to take your frustration out on me. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, I don't want that, you know? Like, that, that ain't, that's not the same. It's the same as this, like, yeah, come in and vent, but don't come in with anger. Like you said, D, you know, it's a difference in coming home, not saying nothing, and then you lashing out at everybody because your dating been bad. You know, then actually coming home, sitting down and talking about it. You know, that goes back to like that finesse and that that difference between, you know, being completely angry and venting. You know what I'm saying? Like I could vent, but my frustration frustration shouldn't be like angry. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm I'm not I'm not presenting this right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Make it, bro. Yeah. You know, so I and at that time it it upset me, but then I did take some time to think it over. Like, man, I'm not really upset with her. You know what I'm saying? I'm just upset that hell I can't even go here with her because of what's frustrating me. You know what I'm saying? So I really I'm still not getting a chance to vent because my anger is still taking president over. You know what I'm saying? Where I'm trying to be. And I can't get there. And that's frustrating too as hell when you just don't know what way or how to get yourself in that position to vent. 
because the anger is holding on to you. It's like a monkey on your back. Yeah, buddy. I've been there. So if we had, if you had to give the piece of advice to black men out there when it comes to venting, what would you tell them? Um, that's such a broad and concept, man. I think for me, it would just be, it goes back to that balance. You know, know that anger is not the same as actual venting. You know, you got to be able to express that you can't always be a lion all the time. You know what I'm saying? Like you got to be able to put that to bed and then come in and have that vulnerable moment for yourself. You know what I'm saying? Like break for yourself. You know, at work, you have to have a break, right? If you work constantly all day, all day, all day, all day, it's not healthy for you. So you need that for yourself. I would say to most men, give yourself that, you know what I'm saying, for you. And it's gonna make you a better, it's gonna make you a better person overall. Just giving yourself that. That that time, that energy, something that's just, hey, I need to vent for me. And not because I'm angry, you know what I'm saying, but I need to break. Completely just be broken. I need to break myself. You know, and that that's the advice I would give. I like that. Good advice. Uh, if I had to, I, I give a couple, then we'll wrap it on up. Uh, one, I take it back to a couple episodes ago when I said you got to learn to take the moment to differentiate between responding and reacting. Responding means you take a moment to think about it, then come back. Reacting is instantaneously and emotional. So learn to respond and not react. Learn to talk to your spouse. And if you can't have that conversation venting with your spouse yet, learn to talk to your damn self. I don't care how motherfuckers say how crazy it is. I've been talking to myself for a long time. Yes. <laughs> and guess what? Everybody who loved me and around me, don't hey. say shit when they see me do it. They know it's normal for me now. They just be like, oh, he's just talking to himself. They get it. They get Good it. Good talk. <laughs> so look, learn to talk to yourself because sometimes if you talk to yourself in your head long enough with the situation, you will come to a door, you're going to open that bitch and self going to smack your ass if you're wrong. But like, nigga, you tripped. That's right. That's right. Like, like, if it's really, if you're really not on your square, when you get to that point, if you think it out long enough and have that conversation with yourself, you will get to a point if it's not right on the square where you're going to hit that moment where it's like your arm tripping. So right. Then you'll be able to go whoever fucking with you of that moment came from, you'll be able to go back to them and be able to talk to them, apologize to them. And then from that moment, you have to apply one of the agreements, which is don't take it personal how they come back at you. Because some people, when you apologize, even when you do that, and it takes a lot to do that, they'll still be spiteful, understand that's going to come. But you got it off. Right. And you just need to learn how to balance yourself. Mainly men, black men, it's okay to connect with the feminine side of your soul. You have mm -hmm. to. Like you have, at some point, whether it was forced on you, mm -hmm. whether it just came about because of children or marriage, at some point in your life, you will connect right. to the feminine side of your soul. And it will make you a better person. You don't always, just because you connect to it doesn't take away from if you feel you're lying that king lion or that alpha wolf in you it don't take away from it. it actually makes you a better leader a better husband a better father when you're able to connect to the feminine side because then you're able to understand both perspective it helps you understand perspective from an emotional standpoint mm -hmm. better and that helps a lot when it comes to understanding the women in your life oh man how they better. respond to things Right. But you won't be in the blind almost like, oh, deep purple. I don't get it. I don't understand <laughs> right. why she's so mad at me. You'll right. be able to discern and be like, oh, okay, I get it. Like she coming from an emotional aspect of it. It'll come back around. It helps you with your patience when you connect to the feminine side of you because then you get it. You know what I'm saying? You're able to understand and like pinpoint emotional reactions opposed to responses from right. anybody. So like even if it's a male that come up to you and stress, trying to stress you out and you be like oh, that's why you see oh, he's emotional my yeah, nigga be like oh this nigga emotional right now like, <laughs> become a joke in a way be like oh nigga I ain't worried about you you just emotional right now you'll come back and chop it up with me 
That nigga just emotional. You know, that you you get that. Right. Those would be my things. Learn the difference between reacting and responding. Connect to your feminine side. Have the conversation with yourself. Before right. you have it with anybody else that's stressing you out, have it with yourself. And I don't give a fuck how long it takes you to come to the conclusion. Get to that conclusion before you go with whoever you're going to it with. So you can go calmly. And if you try that and that don't work, get your ass in therapy because look, you need somebody to talk to right, exactly. outside of your circle who ain't gonna bullshit you and make you right. feel like you're right. Right, right. Damn sure don't want to talk to somebody who gon' bullshit you to try to make it seem like whatever else out there is right and you're wrong. You need a neutral gray area. If you can't, if you can't be your own gray and step outside your own ego and your own perspective to see it from the world perspective, your perspective, the other person's perspective, you ain't able to do that yet. Get you some help. Yeah, definitely. It'll help you in the long run. But yo, on that note. Yo, shots out. We need to send two shots out, bro. Okay, do it up. So the first shot is out to our cuz Big Mike. Happy birthday, baby. The old nigga. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We gotta send that shout out to my man. Woo for life, baby. Woo yes, sir. Yes, sir. And the other shot goes out to our new dream beats artist. You know what I'm saying? Look superstar. She dropped a single, got a promo. Y'all need to check her out. A lot of y'all venting off the title of her song. A new song, Cigarette. You know what I'm saying? So we're going to play a little bit of that at the end of this, too. Y'all check it out. Support, man. It's hot. It's on fire. It's fire. Like fire. Skyline. Yes. Oh, another shout out before we wrap this up with the bird salute. Shout out to uh, our cousin Mimi. Mimi, yeah. Shout out to me. She just uh, started her podcast. That's right. Village Vibes Only. Yes. It's going to be airing on Thursday, on next Thursday. Thursday. Yes, sir. Uh, as soon as that drop, don't worry, I will be promoting that every time. Yes. You know what I'm saying? We trying to make things happen, trying to send out positive energy always. And on that note, on that note, this old good old bird salute, as y'all should know by now, it is up to it, down to it. Fuck those who don't do it. We do it because we used to it. Drink, motherfucker, drink. Make sure y'all tune in mm -hmm. next Friday, yes. 6 p.m. Central Time. 7 p.m. Eastern time. Of course, same motherfucking channel. It don't change, baby. Right. Change, baby, we here. We gonna be right. here. We wrapping up the first season, 20 episodes yes, in. Sir. You know what I'm saying? We gonna shoot immediately into season two, but season one gotta come to a rap, nigga. Yeah. Rap. You know what I'm saying? But it's just like, this, we coming, it's gonna be big, it's gonna be better. We gonna have more guests and things will change a little bit. You will see the surprises that's coming, but make sure on this video, this channel that y'all like, mm -hmm. subscribe, mm -hmm. comment, and share. Tell all your motherfucking friends. You feel me? Keep yes, a smile sir. on your face, love in your heart. Be blessed. Stay focused. Stay disciplined. Stay dope. Stay dope. Sleep.